coming up on 5-Minute News. MPs put the brakes on Boris Johnson's Brexit deal with rebel amendment. McConnell condemns Trump over Syria as impeachment inquiry ramps up. And Clinton email probe finds no deliberate mishandling of classified information. It's Saturday, October 19. I'm Anthony Davis. MPs have inflicted a humiliating defeat on Boris Johnson by passing a backbench amendment withholding their support from his Brexit deal. Instead of backing Johnson's agreement in a meaningful vote, MPs passed an amendment tabled by a cross-party group of MPs by 322 votes to 306, a majority of 16. The Prime Minister said he was not daunted or dismayed by the defeat and would press ahead with tabling Brexit legislation next week. MPs are likely to take the opportunity to table a string of amendments, including on trying to force a second referendum. The move by cross-party MPs was aimed at forcing Johnson to comply with the terms of the Benn Act, which obliges him to write to the EU to request a Brexit delay if he had not won approval for his deal by 11pm. But Johnson insisted, I will not negotiate a delay with the EU and neither does the law compel me to do so, a claim that is likely to see him face a legal challenge on Monday of contempt of court. The Labour leader, Jeremy Corbyn, said the Prime Minister must now comply with the law. He can no longer use the threat of a no-deal crash-out to blackmail MPs to support his sell-out deal. The clashes came during an historic Saturday sitting of Parliament, where the Prime Minister made his case for the deal. But the shadow Brexit secretary, Keir Starmer, vehemently rejected Johnson's arguments in a forensic speech highlighting the deal's differences with Theresa May's withdrawal agreement, including the absence of legal guarantees on workers' rights. Starmer concluded, The deal before this House is a thoroughly bad deal for jobs, rights and living standards, a bad deal for the future direction of this country. It will put us on a path to an entirely different economy and society, one of deregulation and divergence. Today, almost a million people marched on Westminster, demanding a people's vote, more than three years on from the original EU referendum. After another tumultuous week in Washington, with the prospect of impeachment growing by the day, Donald Trump faced a stinging rebuke from the man who holds the president's fate in his hands, the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. In a column for the Washington Post, the Kentucky Republican lambasted the president for making a grave strategic mistake in seeking to withdraw U.S. troops from Syria a move which allowed Turkey to attack Kurdish forces previously allied with the US against the Islamic State. The impeachment inquiry in the House is focused on Trump's attempt to have Ukraine investigate Joe Biden, a leading contender for the Democratic nomination. Testimony from key Trump aides has brought closer a vote on impeachment and thus a Senate trial. 
A two-thirds majority would be needed to convict and remove the president. The New York Times reported this week that McConnell has began preparing his caucus, offering a PowerPoint presentation complete with quotes from the Constitution as he schooled fellow senators on the intricacies of a process he portrayed as all but inevitable. But as some Republican moderates will face pressure at the ballot box over impeachment, so foreign policy remains a key GOP interest, particularly the need for the US to look strong and to fight Islamic extremists. This week, as the Trump administration scrambled to contain the damage in Syria, fighting continued and Russian troops moved in to fill the vacuum. The former Senator Jeff Flake has said that if a vote to impeach the president were held in private, as many as 35 Republicans would vote to remove him. Presuming all Democrats and independents did so, just 20 defections would be enough. Yesterday, Donald Trump awarded the venue for the G7 Summit of World Leaders in June 2020 to his own property, the Doral Golf Resort in Miami, Florida. A U.S. State Department investigation of Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server while she was Secretary of State has found no evidence of deliberate mishandling of classified information by department employees. The investigation, the results of which were released yesterday, centred on whether Clinton, who served as the top U.S. diplomat from 2009 to 2013, jeopardised classified information by using a private email server rather than a government one. Clinton turned over roughly 33,000 emails from her private server in 2014, and the State Department probe found no persuasive evidence of systematic, deliberate mishandling of classified information. The investigation did find that Clinton's use of a private server increased the risk of hacking. None of the emails at issue were marked as classified, according to the investigation. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your favourite podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Follow us on Twitter at 5MinNews. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering honest, verified and truthful world news daily. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.